right. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Boat Expressions. Uh, I'm joined once again by my very good friend, Raven. How you doing? Hello. <laughs> uh, today we're going to attempt to, we know what, to, 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 to try to keep it condensed. I think for this one, we're going to do at least just season one, because I know if we, <clears throat> if we're trying to do all together, we're just going to get lost in it. We're going <laughs> to attempt to do season one of Titans on HBO Max. Uh, Titans is uh, a show that was supposed to follow the chronicles of the uh, DC super team, the Teen Titans. Uh, in the comics, it started off as <clears throat> Dick Grayson, Robin, uh, Kid Flash, uh, Wally West, Speedy, Roy Harper, uh, Donna Troy, Wonder Girl, and Aqualad. And you know, it was it was a side case. You know, they they did that. They um, pretty successful. They had a crossover with the X-Men, uh, we'll say in the 80s. Um, they had, uh, it was Dark Side and the Dark Phoenix. It was- I didn't know that, yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah, it was very, <laughs> it was very interesting. And at first I thought that was odd, but then I had to think about it. It's like, well, yeah, originally starting off, the X-Men were, start off as a group of teenagers as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Close the door, boy. Don't don't turn off the light. Why don't you turn off the light? I'm still in. <laughs> Hold on, people. <laughs> As we see in the bid to be uh, responsible, he's also. Just kind of just doesn't care. Just turn the lights off. Look, he turned the light off. Okay. He's like, right. I leave the room. I turn the light off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the Titans, uh, they've had, you know, many other groups. Um, people who don't read comics. Uh, I I have some few runs of the Titans, but it's a another iteration of them. Uh, it is when Tim Drake. Robin, uh, Superboy, um, Casey, I cannot think of her last name. That's the, the second Wonder Girl. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Bart Allen, who was Barry Allen's grandson from the future. Uh, yeah. He becomes Kid Flash. And so it's them. And they're also on the team is Cyborg. Um, Beast Boy and Starfire, um, and a younger version of Raven ends up joining the team as well. Because um, I think she had died, but she gets anyway. There's you know, there's the old team mixed in with some of the new teams, and you know, it's, it's it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the version of the Titans that most people are familiar with is from the Teen Titans cartoon show. Yeah. Which is uh, which had Dick Grayson, Cyborg, Beast Boy, Raven, Starfire. Um, so you know that that kind of that let the 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 people that that let Titans become popular in the 
mainstream. Yeah. Uh, they had their Teen Titans Go spinoff and several Teen Titans Go movies, Teen Titans Go to the movies, Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go, you know. But uh, this follows the uh, other DC shows trying to be more edgy. <laughs> edgy, because I don't want to say real, but you know, it's they're not, edgy. Yeah, it's not. It's, yeah. it's dark, quote unquote. I think it's more so it, they're trying to follow what originally was created by Christopher Nolan, which right. then Zack Snyder also tried to double down on. And then. <laughs> In which and, and like like I always say, the thing with the whole edgy and greediness thing is that at the end of the day, there are people in colorful costumes fighting right. people, and it's just like if you go try to go too dark or too gritty, right? Then that aspect falls apart because you have people like Robin, you know, uh, Dick Grayson who his identity is hidden behind a domino like mask. Literally like just, yeah, and literally right. just a <laughs> little, little, a little piece of fabric covering his, right. <laughs> around his eyes. <laughs> and it's like, right, how is costumes, it that yeah. Right, and it's, you know. Costumes inspired by his circus, right? His circus costume. <laughs> It is just like, and and with the way, and I, I do think it's like, yeah, he can make it, quote unquote, more adult and yeah. more kind of gritty. But sometimes some people equate cussing and killing and all of those stuff as being more yes, adult. Exactly. It's just like more adult can be in the writing. It's yeah. like, um, <clears throat> well, I think in the first season, I think probably the better, right, out of the three, probably the best out of the three, at least to me. Mm-hmm. And I think what well, because I, I actually got you to watch it because somebody right, told yeah. me to watch it and I was like, oh, all right, I'll try it. And I'm like, okay, it's not too bad. And, and it wasn't. It's definitely different interpretations of each character, which again, not bad per se, but they are different. Dick has always been the very lighthearted Robin. You know, he's, he always right. has the little quips and jokes for the villains and all that other stuff. Um, and so to see him almost in a, they almost treat him like Batman right. because he's like, I want to work alone. He's a detective. He doesn't want a partner. Right. Which <laughs> the detective, all, yeah, him, him, him being a cop was in the comics for a little bit. Yes, it was. Yes, it wasn't. Yes, he was a cop. Right. I think that's the other part, right? Is that the, they aren't, at least Dick and Starfire are not teenagers in this show. They are right. adults, um, which slightly changes some of it as well because most people are used to the actual teen like kids titans from the right. like said, from the cartoon so i think like it was it's interesting again to see different interpretations but it's like i think in the first season i think it went well mm-hmm. for the most part like it wasn't too bad i do think but i agree with you it, there seems to be this you know we gotta have killing and blood and guts and you know f batman <laughs> Which I don't even know why that was such a big deal. I'm like, everyone says that. His best friends say that. Superman says that. Like, they all, he's annoying. And sometimes people can't. But we don't, they, 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 but they don't actually be like, F that. Because it was just like, just random. Well, he didn't say it. Well, the thing is, he didn't, well, what made it 
I think to me kind of silly was that he didn't say it to Batman. He was saying it to somebody. He, I can't remember what he was doing. Somebody he, he mentioned just, something about Batman and then he just randomly said it to the screen like, that's Batman. And I'm like, is he right. talking to uh, after, <laughs> after he had knocked everybody else out. Yes, exactly. Because somebody I think referred to him as either referred to him as Batman or just made some reference to Batman, somebody he was beating up. And then he said it and I was like, oh, it just seemed real random. <laughs> right. Right, because at this point in the show, he has separated from Batman and they don't, at least in the beginning, they don't really, probably, and probably assume on purpose, they don't really say why or what happened. It's just, he kind of alludes to like, I needed to do things a little differently, but he's actually just doing things the same way he was when he was with Batman. So it was very like, okay, so what, <laughs> what exactly were you attempting to change or do by separating? Because you're essentially doing exactly what he would do, which made it kind of weird for me watching because I'm like that's not really dick the, the whole point is to not <laughs> they're opposites that's why they're a good team if they both acted the same it's not really a, it's not a dynamic duo you know what I mean <laughs> which, which is as I've always said was has been my was my issue with Batman versus Superman yeah and where it's like they both kind of seem dark it's like they're supposed to be and right. Light um, and day. night and day <laughs> so it was that part I think was like I said again it wasn't bad it was different and I'm like okay I can kind of take you know I can deal with this I think Corey I actually liked Corey but I think I told you like again her interpretation was totally different so she's not you know if you, you watch the cartoon you're used to the like the Corey that's like, hello, everyone. Are we going to partake right. in the blah, blah? Like, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, she seems like strong. She's sweet, but she's very kind of ignorant of the right. earth she's culture. Naive. Exactly. Right. And, you know, she talks, she speaks differently and she's kind of the, well, she's not always a comic relief, but right. She kind of brings some lightness to the situation. Right. And the thing, I think what, what, bought, what made me mad about the show is I actually like the actress playing Corey and I liked her character but i'm like this is not Corey. definitely character and it's a good character but to say that it's starfire i'm like but this is not i mean like this is a total a total shift from starfire as a character which again not bad but it's not starfire (laughs) um and just uh going through the initial cast is britain thorns who plays dick grayson yep um and uh, I yeah, yeah, Diop, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she plays Starfire. Uh, a lot of people were up in arms because she's a uh, black actress, so people were just like, <laughs> Starfire's not black, she's oh, not a, right, she's not right. a, it was like, okay. <laughs> uh, Tegan Croft, she plays Raven. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these people are. are some some of these people are Australian or there's very yeah, a few. Lot are, a lot of them aren't American. Yeah, Brandon, he's uh he's Australian, I think. Yeah. Uh Ryan Porter plays Beast Boy. Um that's who we have initially. Then we have other characters. Um Mika Kelly, she plays Dawn. Uh her super superhero name is yeah. uh Dove. I was just looking her up. It's like she's she's in her forties. Like Jesus, <laughs> right? She's like early forties. Like she's like forty-one. Well, right. Good to be forties. <laughs> uh, Karen Walters. He plays Jason Todd, which they introduced Jason Todd in the series. Yeah, in this season. Yep. 
uh, Alan Richin, Richardson, he plays uh, Hank Hall, uh, Hawk. Uh, you have Connor Leslie, who plays uh, Donna Troy. And I think I just leave it right there for right now because yeah, 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 those were all the people that they did. Um, in the first season. Yeah, in the first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so those are the people. It starts off with Raven. Um, and as, as usual, if you haven't seen the show, we are going to be spoiling some of it. Right. I mean, it's three years old at this point. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, if you haven't. <laughs> right. If, if you haven't seen it yet, then I, I don't know. Maybe you might not because, like, like me, I just started watching it this, exactly. this year too. Just, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think we both pretty much started like before season three started. Right. So, you know, and the stuff had already been spo- like slightly spoiled right. by then anyway. But it still doesn't. It's still the still the season one. I think, like I said, was I think still enjoyable. It right. is like a again, it's a tonal shift, right? If you're looking for the bubbly fun Titans, they ain't nowhere in this. Actually, right. either India and really in any of the seasons, not just because my expectation was kind of, you know, jumping ahead a little bit. My expectation was like, okay, this first season is gonna be it's them getting together. Right. And it's kind of the typical classic storyline, right, of Raven and this whole thing with her father Trigon and him, you know, escaping and all this other stuff, which is a pretty normal, you know, a pretty uh Kind of well-known storyline in the Titans. They've done it in the right. show. They've done it in the movie. Um, and that he has, he needs her to escape from wherever, you know, whatever prison or place that he's right. in. Um, so my expectation was, okay, this season is about getting the team together, and the next season will be fun. And it's like, oh no, this ain't funny. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this ain't fun. And in third season, oh, this is really not fun. <laughs> We're going in the opposite direction of fun. Uh, <laughs> there is, they have slight levity. Yes, yeah. Throughout, but it is definitely more on the. It's heavy. Yeah, it's very it's, heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. And I mean, even, you know, going to Don and Hank's, you know, storyline, there's storyline hawk and dove there's you know child molestation and people dying and just all like and again it's all good like it's good like the writing and things like that in those episodes was great i enjoyed those episodes but it's like whoo okay <laughs> right and I, and, I wasn't really prepared i didn't walk in with like this is what's gonna <laughs> happen in and, and thankfully those two actors you know they they acted their the going into their backstory was very well acted i yeah, did yeah, enjoy that was. part and it is, is one of those things yeah. where you watch something. And once again, the first, I don't think the first season was bad, but it's one of those no. things to where when, you, when you're watching something and then you see an episode or something and it's very well written and acted and it's just like, oh, this feels real. Yeah. And then you get yeah. to other parts, you're just like, why isn't the rest of this <laughs> written as well as that part right. was? And I think what was it? I think one of the one of the guys we follow, his name is his, uh, YouTube is Boba Talks. He just talked about like his favorite episodes were typically the ones where they focus on like one or two characters and like the background. And I think that is a hundred percent accurate as I look back because you lose. It, it, well, and I think that's what the str- that's what's weird to me about these live action shows. I mean, the same thing you talk about Flash. It's for some reason they just seem to have trouble really juggling all these characters. Which when you look at the animated shows which are only 20 minutes long with the commercials 
I'm like, you know, the Justice League show had seven superheroes in it and we were able to get character development or something from all of them. And in this, these shows, it's like, it, it's not, like there are pieces from people's characters missing. And then when you have all of them together, sometimes things get real messy. But then when you have these episodes where it's just focused on them or something they're doing or their background, those were really well written. Like the flashbacks, and I'm jumping ahead of season two, but they have flashbacks of kind of the old Titans. Those, ep those episodes were really, now some of the stuff didn't make sense because we talk about later. But <laughs> those episodes, they felt good. Th that felt real. And then when you jump out of that to the present, some things are happening and it's like, this is not making sense. <laughs> Like, I don't know what, I don't know what's happening here. And yeah, that, um, that does make sense. It's even their strong suit um, of us separating them. And also even with Justice League, sometimes even them, they would be like, okay, these two episodes, only these, only these members of team is right. in the episode. Yeah. And so that way, you know, cut down on it. Um, because you will see, um, you would notice, you know, sometimes you're, <sighs> I think the trick is that even though it's a group, you can have a focus, but still have other people something to do. Right, um, right, exactly. Well, I think also it's, it's about, and we talked about this before and other, you know, stuff we discussed, by having more of that villain of the week thing, mm -hmm. the villain almost becomes like a side thing. You know what I mean? Like it's right. almost not even as important because it's just another person that we're fighting today. But with these live action shows, a lot of times they get so deep into like the villain and what's happening with it. Sometimes you lose, because I think this was with the first season, I think where it, went, where it honestly went downhill for me was right at, well, I've been in actually, it's the beginning of the second season. Cause what they did odd with this show was that the end of the first season, in, the ended on like an awkward cliffhanger. Cause yeah. you get Trigon coming back um, and like, I've got, you know, kind of infecting, I don't know what to call it, everybody and like making them see crazy stuff or whatever, um, mm -hmm. you know, losing control of themselves. And then it ends which is weird because normally seasons end with you like beating the villain or doing whatever right. the thing is to, and it ended with the villain still there. And it's like, okay. And the next episode, which is season two, episode one, they just get rid of Trigon. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so we just spent like, however many episodes are in season one, building up to this like God-like demon who can destroy the whole world. And then Raven's just like, okay, I'm gonna get rid of him now. And then he literally is gone. I was like, hey. That that was like that's where it went kind of like okay that was a little weird, and and we're and we're talking just about season one, but we yeah. have to go into the I first know. part of season two because <laughs> that's and it and like you said it was so awkward the way they beat him because they, they beat they, they beat him or they they beat him so early on that there's so much more left in the episode it's just like. Huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they built up to this dramatic, I think it, 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 and that's what I mean again, is like they're so in a rush to get, have the villain and the characters together, because I guess within that storyline, right, this whole thing happens where Raven attracts all the other heroes to where she is. So like Donna yeah. Troy comes, and Starfire, and Dick, and, and Jason, for whatever reason. <laughs> 
<laughs> and all, yeah. like everybody comes. Yeah. But nobody actually does anything except her in the end. Right. <laughs> and again, she just literally walks up to him and decides, like, okay, I don't want to deal with you anymore. And yeah. then he gets trapped in the gem on her head, which I think hopefully most people are familiar with. She has like a red gem on her forehead. And he lives, quote unquote, inside that or is trapped in it. I forgot about that part. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It literally was like they were fighting a regular person. And she was just like, okay, I don't want you to be here. Literally, I don't want you to be here anymore. And I'm tired of you. And then he literally gets sucked into the gym. <laughs> the thing, and I, and I told you about this because we were talking about it and we just start ranting <laughs> about the show. <laughs> the thing that made me mad was, first of all, uh, he came through as a human. Yes. Yeah. Because I because I know it's a it's a show on HBO, you know, their their budget is not gonna be the highest. Which is um, weird. I mean, we can come back to that, but that's also weird to me. Because I'm like, y'all be having some shows that got some way better special effects. But we'll come back to that. Just let's finish what you were saying. The Marvel shows, <laughs> their budget is so good. Like, cause, well, cause, 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 I, I I keep wondering. Because HBO, like, think about it, HBO made Game of Thrones. Right. They had money. These, right. They got money. And I'm like, I'm keep one. And I mean, even Flash, for all the nonsense that happened on Flash, the speed force effects and all that stuff are pretty good. Like, they're not right. awful. This was like, this Trigon, when he turned into the demon, I was like, sir, please, what? <laughs> right. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't horrible, but he was very stiff. Yeah. And you just knew it's just like, they're not going to keep this special effect for long. Nope. He went. He went outside, and and I know we're skipping all over the park. Yeah. But he walks outside. Grass starts dying. pulling back. It's getting. It's dying. Birds are falling out the sky. Right. The sky darkens. It was already cloudy. They had to be somewhere <laughs> in Canada, or somewhere. Raven comes outside to confront him. All that is gone. There's no birds right. on the ground. The grass is still there. I was just like, yeah. and, it, and it's one of those things where it's just like, I don't study, I've never studied as, as far as like, when I say study, it's like I didn't go to film school. <laughs> I, I was going to say that. I was just like, no, I did take a class on that, but F it. It wasn't, it was so long ago, I forgot I took the class. But regardless, it wasn't a career path that I took, unfortunately. But it's something to where it's just like, if I notice it, how is it that nobody else picked up on that that continuity? It's like, if you're going, the fact that you focus on it, one, it means that it's something that you thought was something to pay attention to. So well, why would you not pay attention to the fact that it's not there anymore? I need to go back. I, I think Bobo may have talked about that as one of his videos. Because something I think something happened between season the end of season one and season two in terms of production or something weird yeah but either way you get it, you have you it's obvious from that season that season two episode one that they were like we need to hurry up and wrap this up and get yeah. over it and it was just very weird based on the amount right because that whole literally the whole first season was building up to there's this prophecy surrounding raven people were trying to kill her some people are trying to save her and something big is going to happen. We don't know what it is. Um, and going through, you know, him, you know, revealing himself and him tricking her into like let, setting him free so she, he could save Beast Boy, all this other stuff. And then it just be like, okay, we don't want to deal with this no more. 
So yeah. we could kill him. It, it was just very odd. And, and, they, and, and again, jumping ahead. But they did the same thing again in season two with Slade, who was a main villain, who was all commonly a villain with the Teen Titans and Robin specifically. And again, I think this is a this is a theme you see with all the DC shows is it's like, we're gonna dedicate the season to this one villain and then we're gonna kill him at the end. And I'm like, but yeah. <laughs> like, these are recurring villains. You don't like kill these people. It's right. like if Batman killed the Joker in the first season of whatever show he had. Like that's. <laughs> but it's but it's it's also, and we we can get into that later. But it's one of the yeah. things to where it it does provide a thing of where. Uh, and this is just random. This is just a personal thing of mine. <laughs> I would like to have a superhero property come out to where the villains never know who the hell the superhero is. I would like, mm, like okay. I, I I like the MCU movies. I yeah. like the, if it, I would like if for once, nobody knew who Spider-Man was. And yeah. like he, they go through the whole movie and he never has his mask off in front of the villain. Well, that's, I why I love, <laughs> that's one of the things I like, especially as I was an adult, I love watching some of the cartoons because even within, like depending on what version you're watching, even within the team of heroes, they don't even know who each other are. They, and right. they call each other by code names all the time. It's just like, hey, Batman, whoever you are, person, uh, such as and such. This show, they're almost, honestly, they're rarely in their costumes. They're like right. going around crime fighting in regular clothes. Which again, I'm like, okay, I guess, uh, sure. <laughs> That's a way to do it, but it's like, okay, I guess we don't care about secret identities. And I honestly feel like that, and yeah, obviously I don't know this because I don't know the writers, but it's like, either this is a way we can get around doing the special effects and the costumes, or this is a way we don't have to, we don't have to deal with this secret identity storyline, right? The secret identity, the stuff that comes with having a secret identity, right. which I'm like, you can do that without like it yeah just i'm like i, I wish because actually the costume design on the show is pretty good so it's right. awkward to see them going around running around literally like, i think and again jumping ahead to the second season there's like a part where they're like literally breaking into somebody's house in regular clothes <laughs> i'm like oh, okay or they went i think was, it, was that, no, that was the second season too when they went to fight dr light and they had on regular clothes I was like, which, well, don't you, like is, your suits have armor and weapons with them, so why are you just running around with regular clothes on? I, I and I, I just, I just remembered something <laughs> from season one that became a focal point of frustration in season two and three, and you know what uh, I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it right now, but I just thought about it. It's like, yeah, they're doing all this stuff without masks. Some people don't even have masks, right? At one point, Starfire, because she 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 wakes up, she has amnesia. Right. I'm not even sure how she got amnesia. She because she was in the she was in the car accident. So they start yeah, her story. Yeah, she she was yeah, if she was in a car accident, but it's also established she is an alien. Well, not not the beginning. Starfire is an alien. She's super strong, she absorbs. Uh, solar radiation like uh, Superman, which allows her to use her fire blast um, yeah. on uh, apparently unlike Kryptonians 
uh, Thanagarians, not Thanagarians, those are hawk people. Tam, uh, Tamaranians. Yeah, Tamaranians um, are very inefficient batteries because yeah. when, it's, when it's nighttime, she's not as strong, which is just like, so that means that she's constantly using up all that energy that she has. Her body doesn't really store it well mm-hmm. because even Superman is like, yes, he he can last for a couple of days without right. He can fly off and do other stuff, you know. Right. But okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, I I guess you know, I guess it could that that could be an excuse since they do have a lot of scenes at night to to hide you know different things to be like, well, this is how this can happen, and you know, right, to justify sure. if she gets beat up or something. Although I will say I do like the fact that she's not a damsel in distress. Yes, I think that's a that's one of the pluses of the show in general is you don't have a lot of that. If for any of the female characters, you don't have a lot of that, oh save me. <laughs> it's like so even around. even <laughs> Dawn, there's something that happens to where she yeah. gets hurt, but it is not a thing of her being a dancer in the stress because right. people who hurt her will stare at his ass. So it's not like right, it's, not, right. it's not like it's not like <laughs> this was just specific no, to her. Exactly, exactly. It's like it's yeah. like she's like, no, they just hurt her in a way. Better, and, and, right. They were just better. Right. right. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, you know, they didn't even save her or whatever. No. It's like the the, the the men the men didn't jump in because they were getting beat up too. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, there's that, but, um, sorry, the, 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 sorry, sorry for the plot, uh, Raven, she's with her mom, stuff happens, uh, she runs over, she runs away, right. she's having visions, um, she's not really sure about her powers, she knows, she knows she's different, but, um, yep. she doesn't know how or why. She has dreams about uh, Dick Grayson. Uh, he's in Detroit. She finds him. She says something very cryptic about you're the boy in the circus, which once right. again, it's just like, <laughs> he's he's in a police station and she's talking. I'm, I'm just happy. I do think it's weird that her visions told her something about him being from circus and all this other stuff, but not about him being about Robin. Cause she doesn't know that to about like five episodes in when he reveals it <laughs> right nobody knows who, yeah exactly right but and mm-hmm. i will say pause real quick yeah he changed into that costume really quick because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not it's not like just a thing of but that's know, like to me of, like uh it you know those are to me nods to the comic books because everybody right. changed their costume real quick in the costume. super fast it's just like, I mean, Superman, right, he wears his costume under his suit. I can, so I can give him a pass. But like Batman, how Bruce be like leaving a party and then pop up his Batman like two seconds later. I'm like, dude, you gotta put on boots and a belt and a cap. <laughs> they did it in the dark night. He he he, re- he went off into the thing and it's just like, yep. you put on all that armor and came this. back. <laughs> exactly. You did all this and you had all these gadgets, right? Because it ain't like it's just the little pellets or something. He right. had the whole little pieces on the side. <laughs> this dude has armor. Right. And it's just like, <laughs> and it's just like you're you're in this you're in a brightly lit room. How the hell did you sneak up on the Joker in front of all these people? Where did you come from? <laughs> it's but like, like it's a, and the, but those are but the thing is those are the things you expect from Batman. You expect right. It's like, like, like if you was anybody else, 
I'd be like, like no, but no, you're Batman. That's like, but no. Um, but no, he did. I think. Oh, and then what? So you have yeah, you have her finding Dick, and then I think they eventually find Corey finds them because she was looking for Raven but didn't know why. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She she finds her after the after the the, the little nuclear family beats up Robin, right. Hawk, and everybody. Um, because Dick was going to leave them with her because he's. Yeah, let's yeah, we is, yeah. he's he he is very brooding and moody early on. Yeah. And it's and it's the thing of just like, oh yeah, he's he's rejected his part. He doesn't like working. It they give him like this 80s cop line. Oh yeah, he likes working alone. He doesn't like right. having a partner. And it's just like I could have sworn that, you know, he doesn't get a choice in that matter. It's just like right. we're, yeah, we're assigning like, you a partner. I'm like, you're a detective. You don't you have to have a partner? I don't know. And it also made me wonder. It also made me wonder, how old are you? Yes, because he has to be in his, I mean, unless he's some kind of prodigy, he would have to be in his late, at least late 20s. It's not going to be your early 20s. Right. It's like. Because you got to go through police, because you got to be a normal, at least as far as I know, look from the cop shows I watch, you got to be a, nor- a regular cop first. You can't just, you know, I don't think you can just right. become a detective directly from nowhere. Right. You, you, you have to at least have been. Patrol for whatever. Yeah. I know. I'm assuming he went to college. I guess. <laughs> so uh, it's like okay. So so let's break this down. Um, <laughs> at least at least from the earliest, because no, because they they're very vague about too much stuff, and I was just like, how old are these people? It's like right. okay, we can at least say from the earliest because I myself I graduated high school from at 16. Mm-hmm. Okay, he graduated from 16. Four years college, graduated twenty, patrolman, two three years, right. becomes a detective. So yeah, so what? He's early. I mean, so he's late twenties. Yeah, like mid late twenties. It have to be 27, 28 maybe. Uh, because when people address him, they don't. He is younger, but he but he he they don't address him as kid or whatever. So he's not right, right. a rookie. So he's you know. Well, I think that's what I'm saying. Like his backstory, the way they handle his character, again, it's not wrong. It's just different interpretations. They made his character just generally more angry, like you said, brooding, even when he was younger, right? When they because they, they do have flashbacks in the show to when he's a kid, when he first starts to live with Bruce. And I think, and you know, we talked about this before. I think for me, this show, way too much Bruce Wayne Batman stuff. Way too much. And it gets worse as the seasons go on. I'll just say that much. <laughs> but in those flashbacks, I think they actually did do a good job. They didn't really include Bruce. Bruce was always like a silhouette or right. not even there. I thought that was good. And it, but but at the same time, they they kind of they like I feel like they treated his character like too much like Bruce. And the whole point was he's supposed to be different from Bruce. He's supposed to be more lighthearted. But he's like a kid talking about I want to kill the people who killed my parents and all this stuff. And I'm like. And then he didn't want to live with Bruce and he was like stealing stuff and being all reckless. And I'm like, that's not dick though. <laughs> and we know it, and I and I can and I would give those some allowances as as far as it's like, okay, parents just were killed and he sure. wants to go after him. So sure. you know, he has issues, even in the animated series uh, that yeah. uh 
Which that episode was so good. I may go home. That was the one you mean the original when he wanted to go after Tony Zuko. That was a good yeah, episode. Robin's like, oh, record is like now. Nah. <laughs> right. That that was that was so and with no way. That was and, a good episode. And once again, we'll just as what I would say about the DC shows, that was a Saturday morning cartoon show. Exactly. And even now, if you watch it, it was so well so written and directed. And you have Batman getting emotional about something. And be like, you can have good writing without all this other extra stuff. Right. That doesn't equate to being adult. It reminds me, all this stuff always kind of reminds me. He's just going off back there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me of like growing up and to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to cuss and we're going to be like, yeah, cool. It's be like, we're going to beat people up and there's going to be blood. It's like, what? (laughs) And they, I mean, and the thing is, and again, right back to the, the the darkness, and it starts in that first season where they kind of make, again, like I said, it's way too much Batman stuff. They kind of make Bruce out to be like a psychopath, right? Which I think at first glance, if you're not familiar with Batman or Bruce Wayne, you might think that, right, because of just what he does and how he does his work. But I'm like, he's actually a really compassionate and nice, he can be a really compassionate and nice person. He just doesn't know how to deal with that, right? And so the way Dick comes off is like. He's crazy. You can't trust him. You can't do this and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, what the heck happened? And they never really tell you what happened between them. He's just always like, I couldn't do that anymore because he was too crazy. He's psychotic. You know, I think he, I know Barbara who says he's like a psychopath, but like, and I'm like, if you're not going to tell me what happened between them, don't even talk about it. (laughs) What made me mad is that with all of that, everything he'll talk about Bruce, the incident that made him run away from Gotham had nothing to do with Bruce. No. And it's just like, okay, so what? Yeah. And and we know what, and it was initially, it's just like, okay, I can see initially he has a certain edge to him because he feels like, and we know what, and I did like, um, it's like, okay, He's with, Diggs with Raven, the people attack, they take her. That's when they introduce Starfire more. She catches up with them. Uh, then something happens to where she kind of gets away from them. She meets up with Gar and he starts traveling with her. There's a little connection. Um, uh, Bruce, not Bruce, Dick takes them to Chicago. Yeah. Uh, one of Bruce's- um, Like a safe house. Yeah, safe houses, uh, which is, you know, their excuse to be like, here's some nice stuff that you would never live in. So we're going to have this. And it was one of those days where this is really nice. But the rooms, it's like, these are rooms, but it's all glass. And it's just like, <laughs> I wouldn't want that. I well, that's I, the thing. It's like they try to, and I mean, again, it's kind of, it seems to be a common problem. I'll say problem. Quote, in quote, air quotes with some of the DC stuff is they don't seem to trust their properties if they can't link back to Batman in some way. Right. Because I mean, they even did it with Green Arrow. Most of the Green Arrow villains were actually Batman villains. A lot of the characters were from Batman. And while I enjoyed Green Arrow, I was like, oh, like this is the, to me, Green Arrow was like the closest we could get to a Batman show. Right. <laughs> Live action show. Because they took a lot of stuff from Batman and used it, which again, is not bad. It's not wrong, right? DC everybody they share villains all the time so it's not anything unheard of but it's like 
any chance we can get to shoehorn Bruce Wayne, oh, this is Bruce's safe house. So let me call Alfred so he can give me some money. Let me go do this. And I'm like, you hate Bruce so much, but you keep using all his stuff. Right. That's to hate his stuff <laughs> and his resources that much. <laughs> because he could easily and I think he did, right? I think he was locked out of was it the apartment? Something he was locked out right. of. And the thing is, and then you know, I think that's also when Jason shows up. Yeah, and he's yeah, all Jason, mad about so he's all salty about that. <laughs> Jason shows up and saves him when he jumps into a situation where he takes the year, like I said, like we we've established. He is in his mid to late 20s. He has only, at least in the timeline of the show, he has been away from Bruce. Like a year, I think, I can't remember. Two years. It was enough it, for him it, to like switch police department jobs. Right, at, at, at the most two years, if, if that, because I think it ran, I think it was just a year. Yeah. So at least over a decade of training, Right, exactly. You use none of that training and get yourself in the situation. Like eight or nine. <laughs> and and well, that's that, I think that's a common theme. And you know, going again, going back to the other DC shows, The Flash Two, where it's like you have all these things, yet you keep making these like weird, seemingly irrational decisions, and you're not getting. I think that's the thing, right? For this show, and we talked about the Flash before we started the recording, but like you. As you go through the season, I mean, granted, it's only been three seasons, but as you go through the episodes, you're just not seeing the character development. Like, you're still doing weird, random, irrational things, but you're supposed to be this highly trained leader of a team of metahumans, but you keep doing dumb shit. Like, <laughs> right. And it's just like, it, it didn't make sense. He, and, you know, Jason Ty came in and, and, uh, as I said, Fairbride, was it Karen? Karen Walters. Walters? Yeah, yeah, Karen Walters. Um, and I did like his his portrayal of I like him, yeah. <laughs> Jason. Jason yeah. is very and they don't they don't hide it. Jason is very, he's much more brutal. Well, Jason wants to right, I think with Dick, I mean, depending on how you what storyline you're following, and I, they don't ever talk about this in the show, but like in most in a lot of versions, Dick kind of comes upon bat the whole Batman thing by accident. Right. Or he discovers it by accident. And then he's kind of like, okay. And you're like, you want to do this? And it's like, I guess, you know, Jason's like, oh, I want to do this. I want to be right. a robber. I want to be beating people up. <laughs> right. Jason, Jason, is, Jason is found <laughs> trying to steal the, the wheels off the Batmobile. Yes, exactly. And, and, so hit, Batman, hit, and hit Batman with the tire iron. <laughs> and Batman's just like, if I don't take him in, he's going <laughs> to... It's just like I, I will, like I will at least say that he is tenacious to, you know, yes. try to boost yeah. you know, them. And I like, and I like that, and it helped. And I think him being there did add some lightheartedness to the show because he was just so happy. You could tell he was really happy to be Robin. He's like, I'm yeah. so excited. Aren't you excited? Oh my god, I love. <laughs> and I did like the fact that he called Dick out. He's just like, he's just like, yeah, you know, Bruce. You know, it's like he's doing this and that. And he's you know, he's, he's like, he cares, and, and Dick is just like, you know, oh, here, you, you know, and, and I did like the sort of thing of just like, he wanted to be away from Bruce, he kind of didn't want to be Robin, but yet he kept carrying around that suitcase that had his suit That's, in it, exactly. and, and Jason was just like, well, you don't want to be Robin, it's like, so what's your, what's your it's like, he, he did kind of call him into the thing of yeah. just like, 
It's like you don't you say that you're robbing or you don't want to be robbing anymore, but that you still have a suitcase, you're still using these things, you're you know. And that's and I will say for to, for myself, I'm not as familiar with the comic book version of how he separated from Bruce. I'm familiar with like some of the stuff in the animated series, but right. in the animated series, it's told through a flashback, right? Bruce does something crazy and Dick's like, I can't do this no more and leaves. And then he becomes Nightwing. Right. He's not and running you, around. And, 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 and he's that is not after... running around being Robin in right. the middle, in between. <laughs> and so that, yeah, I agree. And I, I thought that was, again, what's interesting to me because I'm like, you don't, you, you, you're talking like you hate this man and everything he's done and that he's turning you into this crazy, whatever right tournament you you acting like oh he turned me into you know a monster and i don't lose control of myself when i'm in the suit blah blah blah. But i'm like you're still using the suit you're still using his house you're still using his money right and they you sound like a little house you sound like a housewife right <laughs> like, like i said bruce is his sugar daddy exactly. calling alfred alfred i need to i need you to do something for me what sorry you don't is, need to say no more is bruce, is bruce around where he at <laughs> Tell me you on the phone with the commissioner. Right. <laughs> it's like I know Bruce got call ID. He know you call. Right. You know you calling. And then and right and they never oh, but other thing I hate is they and it's random because I just don't think about it. In the later seasons, when they're in their hideout, all the computers take Wayne Enterprises on them. And I'm like, right. so we just out here showing off nope. who made that? <laughs> if if somebody hacks Bruce's stuff. Everybody is getting messed up. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be like when uh somebody messed up at Facebook and then right. Instagram and everything else was down. And when it's I just, say like it says Wing Enterprises, I mean like the screensaver when you're not using it is a big right. giant W and it's a right. Enterprises. <laughs> it's, it's just like the old Microsoft thing. It's a, a it's W yeah. doing this and, and then it changes into a bat near the end. <laughs> It's like, why is that a bat? It's just like, don't oh, worry about it. Showing everybody who we are. Okay. But yeah, I think that part, and I, again, assumed incorrectly. Um, it took, I mean, I think for most, most people know that eventually he does become Nightwing in the show. But I feel like that, at least for me, that transition took way too long. And there was a lot of him with this whole back and forth. I'm like, you keep saying you hate this man and everything that he stands for and everything. That he's doing. I'm like, when are you going to actually do your own thing? <laughs> I, what I what I what I did like about it was that I do think that it does break up trauma because well because all through the show Raven is running from whatever yes it is traumatizing her Gar who is by far probably the most lighthearted person of the series mm-hmm. he has trauma of you know the incident that turned yeah. him into um, you know. Whatever he is, beast maybe. boy, the beast boy, beast boy, beast boy, who <laughs> turns into a, a tiger. Yeah, and I think again they try to. It's obvious that they did that for special effects purposes, right? But they needed to do. I think they. If you're looking for the show to see beast boy change to animals, you're not going to get that. Let's be right. Like, right. He turns into a tiger, and then he turns into a snake at one point, and they right. try yeah, after, to say that like he can't. I guess he is like they basically try to make it sound like he can't control his powers yet. So the only right. thing he turned into is a tiger, which to me it seemed like it would be the opposite. Because like in the book, I think I showed you the um, the Beast Boy Loves Raven book. It's a young adult novel that I graphic novel. <laughs> I actually thought it was really good. He 
he doesn't have control over the transformations, but he turns into kind of whatever animal is necessary for the situation. So he's not necessarily thinking, I need to be a bear, but it's like in this situation, I need to beat the crap out of these people. So he turns into a bear, like that type of thing. So I would okay. think almost if he can't control his powers, he should be turning it into all types of random animals and right. not, I can only turn it into one animal. Well, no way. To me, I guess the way they did it, to me, I, and this is the way it works to me, uh, the hero Green Green Lantern can carry constructs with their rings, but they have to concentrate on it. Right. So yeah. I'm guessing <laughs> changing to the animal is him having to concentrate. That's why I'm, the whole part about him turning to a snake was so significant because it was pretty much a thing. It was <clears throat> near the end of the season. He's been beaten by uh, Dick and, and right, yeah. they were hypnotized or whatever. Right, yeah, they 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 had to come to their darkness thanks to Trigon. Right, and the thing was, in order. Raven had to kind of give into it, like her heart had to break, and yeah, seeing him being beaten, and that was another thing. Like he rips her heart out, then puts the the thing on, it turns into the diamond. He puts the diamond on her head. Did she grow another heart, or what? Sir, why? And so again, going back to like this over. <laughs> and again I think they do this with a lot of these shows is they take something that's actually very simple and make it very complex like in most of the storylines he just needs Raven to essentially kind of submit right, right and be a portal now he he does that through different ways right he'll like kill people or threaten to kill people and she's like okay right. fine I'll do it and so this storyline it was like I have to break her heart and make her because she basically like right he beats up he has Dick beat up Beast Boy that's his dick beats up beast boy and then is like you know his her mother's like well he, you know your father's the only one who can save his life if you just do what he says and right. I, mean, I guess it happens that way but yeah it got weird because it's like she has to, her heart has to break and then these things have to happen in order for me to do whatever you write I these prophecies like, huh who, who who comes up with all this stuff? i know i'm like this is real complicated <laughs> So, on the, on the second Tuesday of November, right, she has to, <laughs> she, her heart has to break in right. this very specific way um, for these things to happen. Because I, I assume that once, because what, what did they do? I can't remember what they did. How did he come out in the first place? Through a mirror? Yeah. I can't remember. Which, but and, and, I thought that was going to be it. Like, okay, she, because she and her mother together, because Raven was there, helped him get out of this mirror. Right. And so I thought that was it. Okay, the prophecy's been fulfilled. He's here now, but it's like, no, I need to do these other things. And I'm like, what? What? But you're here. And, and, and here's my thing. <laughs> he already had so much power because he was able to extend his power to a field to where right. Dick came in. He had this whole episode-long hallucination to where he had uh, Batman had killed the Joker. He had finally gone too far. Right. And... Um, uh, um, and so it's just like what? It's like he's that able whole to... thing was weird. I think that whole thing was weird to me, just in the sense that he, in right, he when he's possessed in his dark place, he kills Batman in that in his mind or in his brain. I'm like, Dick would not do that. That's, like, <laughs> Dick still 
something. And I, and I guess that was the part of him giving in. I guess that was the, uh, that whole part. I'm like, uh, there was two. I think it just goes back to again. I'm like there, and I, you know, I texted you this when I was watching it. I'm just like, but I think before you started watching, I'm like, there's a little bit too much Batman in this Titan show, and right. for it to be a whole, I think that was like a whole episode where it was basically Dick caught in this nightmare, whatever you want to call it, yeah. going around Gotham doing stuff, and then ending in him breaking Batman's neck, and I was like, <laughs> right, because that that gives into his dark impulses. But like like I was saying real quick, uh, it does get into the thing of past trauma and yes, yes. and the fact of like everybody, everybody on the team is damaged in some way. Yes. And about how if you don't actually don't deal with address it, it then it's gonna always haunt you and weigh you down. Yes, I agree. And so uh I know you had to go, we can Cut it right there, uh, at least right now, and okay. uh, we catch back up with it. Yeah, I'll uh, let you know. Like, I well, yeah, I usually talk to my daughter for like twenty minutes, so I can jump back on later, or we can do tomorrow evening. Um, or both. I mean, I <laughs> yeah, we can do both. Yeah, let, uh, let me know whenever you finish talking to your daughter. Okay, we can do that. All right. All right. Talk to you a little bit. All right.